Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today, we will complete our series on fasting, spiritual fasting, the discipline of spiritual fasting. We have covered a lot of territory in the last few weeks as we've discussed fasting the whole purpose of it, and how we approach it. Not so much the mechanics, but the motivation behind it. Fasting is the most misunderstood discipline, spiritual discipline, because of the famine of contemporary awareness of it. We are unfamiliar with it because we usually don't hear much discussion of it, even in the pulpit on on Sundays. As far as fasting, we talk about fasting and prayer, but to put a conscious, intentional effort toward it is lacking somewhat. We recounted that the purpose of spiritual fasting is unique and brings unique benefits to the life of the believer. Fasting requires self-control and discipline as one denies the natural desire of the flesh. During spiritual fasts, the believer's focus is removed from the physical things of this world and intensely concentrated on God. Also differently, fasting brings our hunger toward God. It clears the mind and the body and earthly attention and draws us closer to God. So as we gain spiritual clarity of thought while fasting, it allows us to hear God's voice more clearly. Fasting also demonstrates a profound need of God's help and guidance through complete dependence on Him. The first series that we talked about was that fasting was a battle for the soul because the heart wants what the heart wants. Fasting requires that we deny our flesh of the things that we want the most, not necessarily food all the time, but the freedom to do what we want to do. In 1 Corinthians 9, it was the Apostle Paul who reminded us that he keeps his body under control, he, which means that he knew that God had given him the ability and the authority to control. Paul was the one who would put his body in check. Fasting, as we stated, was a personal choice and is a personal choice. Um, many people have a fear of fasting because of misunderstandings about it. You know, there's fear, there's pride, there are bad experiences that people have had with fasting. We also talked about fasting being a heart issue. And we used us in the example, the scripture in Luke 2, 36 through 7, where Anna served the Lord and fasted and prayed night and day. She offered through her devotion, her time and her commitment to just totally focus on the Lord through the fasting. So how does fasting show our love for God? We said that we're offering a sacrifice. We're aligning with God's will. 
it's a personal expression of devotion. Um, and it's deeply personal, a private conversation between ourselves and with God. It's our way to express thankfulness, for, seek forgiveness, and cry out for help. All acts of love directed toward the divine. We talked about last week that fasting was an opportunity to connect with the Holy Spirit. And and Jesus, before he left, told his disciples that he would ask the Father to send another advocate that would come and live with them and that would guide them and be with them. We talked about the different ministries of the Holy Spirit and the biggest being that ability to come within us and teach us all things. When we fast and we turn all of our attention to our time with the Lord, it increases our focus and clarity. It heightens our spiritual sensitivity, our humility, and also it enhances our peace and strength. And Lord knows we need some strength and we need lots of peace. It builds also that inner resilience that we need for managing and navigating 21st century living. So this week, we would like to conclude with what fasting is, and fasting is sacrificial. Our scripture comes out of Romans 12, 1, and reads, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Before we trusted Christ, we used our bodies for sinful pleasures and purposes. But now that we belong to him, we want to use our bodies for his glory. The Christian's body is God's temple because that's where the Holy Spirit dwells. It is our privilege to glorify God in our body and to magnify Christ in our body. Just as Jesus had to take on himself a body in order to accomplish God's will on earth, so we must yield our bodies to Christ that we might continue God's work through us. Let me read that again. Just as Jesus Christ had to take on himself a body in order to accomplish God's will on earth. So we must yield our bodies to Christ that we might continue God's work through us. We must yield the members of our bodies as instruments of righteousness for the Holy Spirit to use in doing God's work. The Old Testament sacrifices were dead sacrifices, but we are living sacrifices. Christians in a gluttonous, selfless, self-indulgent society must struggle to accept and begin the practice of fasting. Few disciplines go so radically against the flesh and the mainstream of our culture as this one. Nevertheless, we dare not overlook its biblical significance. Of course, some people have medical reasons and cannot fast. Still, even those unable to fast from food can enjoy this discipline. No Christian should ignore fasting's benefit in the disciplined pursuit of Christ-likeness. 
Christian fasting is a believer's voluntary abstinence from food for spiritual purposes. Other types of fasts, despite the benefits they may produce for the body and mind, could not be classified as Christian fasting. And fasting by a non-Christian obtains no eternal value. It is for believers in Christ, for the discipline must be rooted in a relationship with Christ and practiced with desire to become more like Christ. Let me say that again. It is for believers in Christ, for the discipline must be rooted in a relationship with Christ and practiced with the desire to become more like Christ. Believers fast according to biblical teachings and with purposes that are God-centered. It is voluntary and that fast should not be coerced. And fasting is more than just the ultimate crash diet for the body. It is the abstinence from food for biblical purposes. And that comes from the book that we refer to a lot called Spiritual Disciplines for Christian Lives by Donald S. Whitney. A good book to put on your shelf because it addresses all the spiritual disciplines. To finish up, you know, there's no better way to show our love for God than through the sacrifice of fasting. Abstaining from something essential like food can be seen as a symbolic offering to God, demonstrating our willingness to prioritize Him above earthly desires. It can express our love through submission, dedication, similar to sacrifices that were offered in the earlier areas. To summarize, our fasting series, again, hopefully will bring you uh, more information as to the motivation to fast and the benefits that come from that. We talked about it drawing drawing us nearer to God and seeking Him having a greater understanding and appreciation of the spiritual discipline and discovering the spiritual benefits and joy of fasting. It's my hope and our hope that our series on fasting will help you as we look at the kickoff of the Lenten season beginning on this Wednesday, February the 14th, running to March the 31st, with beginning on Wednesday with Ash Wednesday. That's it with reference to our series and our fasting. We hope that you do take advantage of this. And as Donald Whitley said, it is for believers to have and exercise this discipline because it is rooted in a relationship with Christ and practice to be more like Christ. So if you, for whatever reason today, would like to begin your relationship with Jesus Christ and accept him as not only your Savior, but also your Lord, we invite you to go to our website, itwministries.org, click on the invitation tab, and follow the instruction after that. If you would like to talk to us about beginning your walk as Christians, um, just contact us through the website again under the contact um, link, and we'll get back with you. We love the Lord because he loved us. 
It is no greater desire than to be near and with him. His spirit lives within us. And what a great time to really enjoy and draw near to him as we can during this Lenten season. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Uh, We appreciate you listening to us. Um, um, You don't have to do that. There's other things you can be doing with your time, but we thank you that you're sharing time with us here on Morning Reflections. We will talk with you on next week and have a great week. Be blessed. Bye-bye.